I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And with the help you get from AOC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive, we'll keep it running for you. Uh, this is our car care show on CCO Radio. Been around for about 25 plus years thanks to the good help we get. From Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. Good morning to you, Dan. Good morning, Denny. Beautiful Can you, day. It's a gorgeous day, and it has been. Uh, it's hard to believe it's the 7th of November, and we're going to have highs today and tomorrow in the low 70s. Unbelievable. Um, we want to invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have any kind of a uh, vehicle problem and you need to uh, bring it into your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, Dan will give you some idea of what uh, may be ailing that uh, personal vehicles. Uh, call us or text us. It's the same number, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Uh, keep in mind, don't wait, because Dan will be with us till just about 745 when Jack Farrell comes in with his wine chat. So don't hesitate. If you have a car problem, car, truck, van issue, uh, call it in right away or text it in, and we'll get you some help from uh, from Dan Burns. Well, you... Uh, we put you to work, not that you don't, every day at Lloyd's Automotive, but uh, we had the pleasure, Tony came with me to uh, to Lloyd's to get some new tires. And uh, this is not the first time, of course, that uh, I've got new tires from Lloyd's. But I tell you what, <laughs> good tires are worth it, but they're not cheap. No, they're not cheap. <laughs> you know, tires are one of the few things around here, Denny, that are kind of fun because fun to sell because uh, it's the one thing that that you really notice uh, a difference uh, that when you've put them on your car, you know that they ride softer and, and handle better and they're quieter. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're really really nice. There's a lot of things we do around here that you can't feel. They're important. They're maintenance. They're things that need to be done, but you don't you don't appreciate them other than the, the peace that you get with the fact that they've been done. But but tires really work, and and, and uh, you're right; they're not cheap. I'm sorry about that part, but that's not up to me. <laughs> no, it's not. But I tell you, the difference in feeling—you're you're absolutely right. I it almost felt well, certainly uh, fifty. To, I would say um, uh, fifty to sixty or more percent quieter than the. Of course, I, I didn't have the best tires in the world on that vehicle. Let's face it, uh, and they were, I think, uh, noisy. But it all. At least in my case, it almost seems like uh, because you know you balance them, do all that, all that stuff, um, that it seems to roll better. You know what I mean? It seems to be actually more efficient. Cause that because maybe it's just my imagination, but it just seems to be running better. No, I I think that all, all that you're saying is true, and and uh, you know the the fact that 
your tires did cost more and uh and part of that reason is because you traded up uh you know more than one step to right. to get to get the very best you could get and from what you're saying it sounds like you think it was worth it and you're glad you did that oh there's no doubt in my mind i've been looking forward to it so uh, anyway what 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 else was nice? And by the way, we're getting calls uh, in uh, into the station right now. If you have a, a, again a car care question, six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. I'll pursue this in a minute, but I, let's grab uh, some listeners' uh, input here. Uh, Kurt, I believe, is first up here calling from Chanhassen. Kurt, you are on CCO with Dan. Hi, Dan. I got a question. Uh, I have a two thousand ten Honda Civic uh, four-door sedan, one point eight liter. My question is, um, it's not overheating, but the fan seems to kick on a lot when you put it on to, to frost versus if I turn the fan inside the, on the module, on the, like if I blow the air on me, it doesn't come on. I can hear the fan kick in when I put it on to frost. There's something I need to be checked into or it's not overheating, no. but it just seems like it goes on a lot. Right. It no, it's working perfectly. That's exactly the way that it's supposed to work because you turn the uh, defroster on, the air conditioning compressor turns on also. And when the air conditioning compressor turns on, the cooling fans in front of the radiator turn on so that they can um, cool off the condenser, which is a part of the air conditioning system. So it's working exactly the way that it's supposed to. It's, it's uh, good that you notice that sort of stuff. That's great. But, uh, but you do not have to worry about that at all. That's exactly how it's supposed to go. All right. Good news. Thanks, Kurt. Kurt leaves that line open, 651-989-9226. Or, again, if it's easier, send Dan a text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Let's go to Ham Lake this time. I think Bob is there to ask you a question, Dan. Bob, Dan is listening. Okay. Engine oil on my uh, Ford V10 to the motorhome, 2019. And the oil filters on the bottom, as a lot of cases, is it a good idea to pre-fill or fill that oil filter with oil before you screw it on? You know, that's a, that's a practice. Uh, some people do practice it. The purpose of it uh, is so that the, uh, <clears throat> the, you know, the oil is circulating through the engine much quicker um, than if you don't fill the oil filter, but no, well, not much quicker, but a little quicker. Um, the truth is that the uh, engine, the, the oil, you know, you change the oil and all that, but you obviously don't get all of the oil out. It's still, you know, the, the all of the bearings and the camshaft and crankshaft and all that sort of stuff is still all coated in motor oil. And by the time you start the engine, uh, you know, the, 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 the oil is circulating around and lubricating it again. So I don't think those couple of seconds make any difference. And uh, honestly, I don't do it, uh, mostly because if it doesn't go exactly right, you end up making a big mess. And so I'm not willing to do that. And, and I don't think there's any particular advantage uh, to doing that. Other than if it makes you feel good, go ahead. It's, it's you know, I, like I say, I know that there are some people that practice that. But uh, when I do an oil change, I do not do that. All right. Very good. Uh, let's take a quick break here. Invite, again, our listeners to join in. If you have any kind of vehicle problem you want to ask uh, the experts, 
989-9226. There's a line open if you want to chat with them or send a text, as I said, same number, 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan will be here for a little less than a half hour now, so don't wait if you have a question. Well, sometimes we get backed up before Jack Farrell steps in, and we uh, would like to help you out. So call us or text us here on the Car Care Show. So stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO. And it's good Saturday morning to you. Uh, 61 is our Twin City temperature reading on our way to 73 both today and tomorrow. We're in the midst of our Car Care Show. We have callers. We have texters. 651-989-9226 if you want to get in on the action here this uh, Saturday morning with ASC certified technician Dan Burns. Dan, let's uh, go to Sandstone right now. I think Sonny's there with a question. Sonny, you're on CCO with Dan Burns. Good morning. Thank you for taking the call and helping us with our needs. Uh, appreciate that, and God bless. Um, I have a 2016 Dodge Ram Hemi, and um, in the, when it's really warm out, and I turn the air conditioning on, it'll go from a you know and turn it up high. It'll go from a high powered um, down, you know, and it'll shift kind of different uh, different pressure, I guess, different uh, fan speeds. Is that normal on those? Well, um, without seeing the actual. Uh, uh, buttons and so forth and seeing how it's how it's uh working i can't answer that for sure but if it if it has an auto automatic mode and i suspect it does on a nice vehicle like that i think that probably is normal that the fan speed will change based on the temperature usually there's a way to set the fan speed at a particular speed uh, if you want to do that, but uh, I think probably the best place for you to get that information would be right in the owner's manual. If you, if you want to, uh, if you want to reference that, I think it'll answer all those questions for you. But uh, that, if it's set, if it's set in an automatic mode, I think that's probably normal. Okay, very good. Thanks, Sonny. Thanks for the call. Sonny leaves that line open. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Dan, let's move on to Hudson. Tom has been waiting there to ask you a question. Thank you, Tom, for your patience. What is your question? Yeah, I have a question. I've got a 2013 Kia Sportage, all-wheel drive, and there's four buttons that I can push to help me drive. One is a park uh, if I want to back up. One is for lock. One is for downhill, and one shows wiggly lines behind the vehicle, and that says off or on. And for the past year and a half I drove this car, it was perfect. Uh, for the past few months, when I go around corners, I feel a, I feel a lumping sound in the rear axle, and if I look at my rear wheels, there's a black powder on each rim, and I know it's something that's going on in the back of my car. And when I go to back up from a parked position, I get a blinking sound, uh, like a safety sound. If I push my park. Uh, button in, the light goes out and the blinking stops. But I still have this problem when I go around corners. I know that something's going on in the rear axle that I don't want it to do. I think I think those four those four buttons uh, probably sound like they're working correctly. You know, the, if if there's a parking aid on the vehicle, that certainly will, and you're able to disable that. And it sounds like that's what you're doing. As far as the um, binding feeling when you're going around corners there's uh in the differential system there's uh there's something that 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 and there's a place in the differential where it needs to slip and uh because as you're going around a corner 
one wheel is turning much faster than the other wheel because they're doing different size circles. And uh, in order for that to happen, one of the wheels needs to slow down and the other one needs to speed up. For that to happen, there needs to be a place to slip. So there's clutches in there that allow that. On many vehicles, and I don't know Kia particularly, but on many vehicles, if you simply change the uh, differential fluid and add a special additive to it, that'll take care of it and allow those clutches to slip again like they're supposed to. Uh, I'd have to check service bulletins on Kia and see if that's the case, but uh, there's a good chance that 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 would be the case. And good news for you, if that's what it is, it's a pretty simple fix. Oh, good. All right. Thank you, Tom. Tom leaves that line open if you want to call in and chat with Dan, 651-989-9226, or send a text, same number. Uh, Let's see. Our next stop, Brooklyn Park. Ernie has been waiting there. Ernie, you're on CCO with Dan. Uh, thank you very much for taking my call today. Mm-hmm. I have a uh, 36-foot motorhome, and I'm looking for a vehicle that I can flat tow behind it, considering a vehicle the size of like a Honda CRV, maybe an older one that I can afford. Any uh, reliable reliability issues uh, with that particular vehicle that you've seen? You know, uh, that's actually a very common question. You see motorhomes towing vehicles uh, all the time. And there are certain vehicles that work very, very well for that and some that don't work well at all. And uh, I'm sorry, but I'm not the expert on that that topic. But what you're looking for and what's important is that somehow the transmission and transfer case can be put into neutral so that when you're going down the road, the wheels are just rolling. What you don't want to have happen is where the transfer case or or a transmission are still engaged at some level somehow, and uh, and when you're going down the road, th- that stuff's all spinning because in that case it can cut it can do damage uh, to the vehicle. So there are certain vehicles that work very very well for that, and I think if you checked with uh, you know one of the motorhome <clears throat> suppliers. Uh, they'd be very, or in fact, I'm sure if you Googled it, uh, you would find all sorts of information on what the best car to tow behind a vehicle would be. But I can't answer you for sure if a Honda fits into that category. All right. Uh, 651-989-9226. Thanks, Ernie. Ernie leaves that line open. Texter wants to know, Dan, are there any concerns in using a trickle charger? A few. No, I, I, I mean, <clears throat> we install them on people's cars. Uh, you know, if they go away for the winter or whatever, we will in- install them. And uh, what you want to have happen, Denny, is that you want the battery to stay fully charged, but you don't, but you don't want the charger to overcharge it. So you want a, a trickle charger that's capable of shutting off by itself, an automatic shutoff so that when the battery is fully charged, it doesn't continue to charge it and overcharge the battery. So if you have a good quality trickle charger and it's installed properly, I would say there's no concern at all. It's it's uh, the right thing to do if the vehicle is going to be stored. All right, very good. Let's take a break here, reminding our listeners we have more show to come. But Dan will be here for about another 15 minutes, so don't wait. If you have a, a vehicle problem and you want to get some answers, Call us or text us. It is the same number, 651-989-9226. 
Hey, good morning. Welcome back to our Car Care Show on uh, 830WCCO. We are around every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Dan Burns is with us, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive. We've got to find out exactly where you're located, Dan. I know where, because we had a great yeah. walk on Grand Avenue the other day. But tell us where. Well, that's nice. I'm glad, I'm glad you had a nice day for a walk. But we are exactly at 982 Grand Avenue, which is between Lexington and Victoria. Uh, you can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net. That's L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or give us a call. Our phone number is 651-228-1316. And are you open today? We are open today, yes. We'll be here from 8 till noon today. In fact, I'll be here. All right, very good. Signing all those autographs, I know. That's yeah, what you I'm, do I'm here already, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right, very good. We'll get you that phone number before Dan leaves us, which is going to be in a few minutes. So if you have uh, a car care question, don't wait. Call it in, text it in right away. We want to help you out here. 651-989-9226, both the text and the phone number. Let's go to Al Griver, uh, uh, Dan. Uh, Dawn is there, I think, with a question. Dawn, thanks for waiting. You are on with Dan. Hi, guys. Um, my question is, Dan, what do you think of uh, the auto start and stop feature on the newer vehicles <laughs> well <clears throat> i personally don't like it uh because i'm old-fashioned and i want the vehicle running i like that feel uh, i've never gotten used to it my wife's car has it um and i've never gotten used to it shutting off and starting again <clears throat> uh you know the vehicle is designed for it the the system's been around for a long time now and I hear that the energy efficiency and the environmental impact are significant. So while I say I don't like it, it uh, there seems to be some benefit to it, uh, to our environment. And for that reason, uh, I'm willing to tolerate it. And uh, when I'm in my wife's car, I do leave it on. It, it, uh, there, on her particular car, there's a button you can push to disable it. On many cars, if you just don't apply the brake, if you apply the brake very lightly, uh, the engine won't shut off. So there's ways around it, but uh, but uh, but generally speaking, uh, don't like it, but I use it. So, take, for example, I don't have a car that does that, but I've you know been at stop signs and when I've heard the, the this person's vehicle shut off. So you or, or or Linda's car, you have to actually manually start it every time it stops. No, nope, nope. It's automatic. It happens it automatic, but there's an override button. I can, when I'm driving her car, I can push a button that will turn off the automatic uh, shutoff feature at a stoplight. So in other okay. words, when I pull up to a stop sign or stoplight, the engine will not shut off. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, so there's an override uh, switch. And <clears throat> I actually just have had customers ask if there's a way to permanently disable that and there is but it's not simple it's not mm. uh, like you can just unplug a, a fuse or a wire or something like that it's actually takes some reprogramming and uh so it's it's uh, it's a little more complicated than uh just uh, just turning it off wow interesting well right, that, just to just to finish that thought yeah. jenny um on my wife's car you can shut that automatic mode off for the particular drive cycle 
But as soon as you park the car and go start it again, it's back into that mode and doing it again. So you so can't def- permanently leave it off. Okay, so it defaults back to its original state. Okay. That's All exactly right. right. I know when we get questions about how much does this cost or how much does that cost, it's hard for you to say that because I know you have other people that figure that out too. Uh, and then the variables in car repair are many. Well, this is interesting because I don't know how often you personally have worked on a 50, 1955, that's 55 Ford Fairlane. Uh, but this text came in a bit ago, and this uh, texter has uh, that vehicle with leaking oil seals on the transmission and the pinion in the rear and they want to know how much does that cost to repair. Have you ever worked in an old car like that? <laughs> Sadly, I have, Denny. That's not much older <laughs> than me. So, <laughs> um, it, Yes, we work on old cars from time to time. It's not our specialty, and we don't advertise it or get into it, really. But uh, but we do do that. And <clears throat> the good news for the, for the listener, uh, on a car like that, putting seals in the pinion, uh, and the rear um, of the the output shaft of the transmission are very simple, and so compared to the old days, it's still expensive. But but uh, compared to the new cars, uh, you'll find that it's a great deal. It, it will not be uh, real expensive. Oh, that's good news. I tell you what, I think we have time for one more call. Larry is calling in from Brooklyn Park this morning. Before we head out of here, go ahead, Larry. What's your question? Yeah, I've got an 89 Silverado, and uh, it's got 140,000 miles on it. It's got a miss in it every once in a while, and when it uh, misses, I can hear the static through the radio. I thought it was a distributor, so I put a new distributor in a couple weeks ago, but I still have the problem. Yeah, if if, if you're having a misfire and you're hearing it in the radio, more than likely it's something electrical like the distributor distributor cap the uh it could be a spark plug wire it could be a spark plug itself uh, i don't know if you remember but back in the old days there were resistor plugs that we used to put in the vehicle and part of the reason that you would use those resistor plugs is so that you didn't get that feedback uh in the radio uh you know because it's a uh, it creates electrical signal and the radio can pick that up so that's one of the things that they worked on back in the day. Now that's not an issue anymore. They have they have mastered uh, the radios really um, to to accommodate that. But uh, I think if you keep going with what we call a major tune-up, uh, change the spark plugs, change the spark plug wires, and so forth, uh, you'll find that you take care of both your misfire and the noise. Okay. Dan, if you can answer in 30 seconds, here's our final text. An 09 Pontiac Vibe all-wheel drive had rear brakes done. Now when making sharp turns, rear tire sounds like it's skidding. And when backing up, car wants to die. What do you think is going on there? I think I would uh, ask them to re-examine their brake job. Maybe they have something adjusted a little too tight, or maybe something has uh, has gotten stuck in the process. So I think you should take that back and, and ask them to check their work and be sure everything is okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I know we have to head out of here. We uh, will uh, do another show next week if you're available, and I hope you are. I am available, and I'll look forward to that, Denny. Thank you. Uh, How do we get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's? Well, come on over. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, right in the heart of St. Paul, between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. 
or give us a call, 651-228-1316. Excellent. Thanks, Dan. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Thank you. You betcha. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.